All right, guys, welcome back to the official Dirt Bags podcast. We've got episode four coming in. I'm your host, Luke Egebrotten, owner of Phaser Marketing. I've got my co-host here with me, uh, Luke Payne, owner of Black Iron Dirt. What's going on, Luke? Luke, welcome back. How are you today? Not too bad. Uh, we just got off a meeting with our web designer, Jordan, finishing up the Dirt Bags website. Um, I mean, what, uh, what do you think about what's going on so far? Well, one, I didn't realize he was almost 40. He seems like a younger generation. He seems like he's 32 with a spirit of like a 28 year old. Seems like a really cool dude. But like we were kind of talking about in our, in our meeting where we were kind of a little lazy on, well, I was a little lazy on getting emails back to him. So it was fun to hop on a call and kind of sift through what we needed to get done. And I think it's going to be really cool. I'm excited to see it all put together. Yeah. And I think, uh, we just told him straight up. I'm like, you know, Luke and I aren't the greatest at emails. Uh, if we could do like a group text, I mean, we all have iPhones here. We'll get you an answer in 30 seconds. An email might take a week or longer. So, um, yeah, it took about three weeks for each reply to his email. So that's, that's why it's taking a little bit longer. Yes. We, I, uh, I need to get better at emails. That's for sure. I know. I feel like I try to monitor them the best you can, but don't you feel like during the day, you just have so much thrown at you and you're just like, ah, oh, the emails can wait until I get home. Then you get home. You're like, Ooh, those can be a tomorrow problem. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing I've been trying to do is, you know, look at my emails for 15 minutes in the morning and then look at them at the end of the day. But yeah, like you said, at the end of the day, it gets a little tough. Um, something always comes up and then emails just kind of goes to the next day. So, uh, you know, you just, honestly, in my opinion, you got to do what works best for you. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was considering getting rid of our, all of our emails, which I don't know if that's sustainable as a marketing agency, but, um, I'm definitely considering it going straight SMS text messages, like just text or call me and we'll get, we'll get the shit done. Question. Okay. That kind of leads why get rid of your emails. Like one thing that I see, and I, I'll make this brief, but like communication errors, like if you were to get rid of email and you went to calls or text, mm -hmm. what happens when you take a call and you forget something was said? What do you do in that case? Yeah. So that's where it becomes not sustainable. Um, so you can't totally get rid of your emails. I mean, all my business cards have it on there, our website, things like that. And people just have it in their system as well. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's not sustainable, but it's kind of a dream I'm going to work towards is eliminating all emails for maybe a future business venture is, um, never creating an email. I like that idea. Honestly, like I think of call me, text me, cause I'll get back to you way faster on those than I would. Yeah. email. Per my last email, I saw that. you. Yeah. Said, yeah, no. Yeah. So as we're kind of diving into episode four here, um, we've got a couple big things to talk about. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening, maybe saw a sneak peek of the Western excavation, a new brand, Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, I got a few messages of, you know, who owns it, like, what is it and what are they doing? So, um, cats out of the bag, you know, you started it with Cole. Tell me a little bit more about Western excavation, why you guys started it and you know, what's going to be different. So yeah, Western excavation basically was, so Cole had just texted me one day out of the blue and he goes, Hey, do you have some time for a quick call? And I've, I've met Cole, you know, once or twice, he came to Fargo. He's got some friends in Fargo. He's actually friends with Andy, 
uh, one of my main guys that works for the black iron side. Um, super cool guy, younger. Um, it's fun. Cause he just had a little girl. So it's been fun to kind of like, yeah, you know, he's texting me like, Hey, like I'm feeling kind of down or whatever it is. It's fun to kind of connect with him that way. Um, but he had texted me and he goes, Hey, I, you know, I, you have time. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So he hopped on a call and basically he was like, Luke, there's a lot of home building going on in, or in Bismarck right now. Um, there's a lot of home builders that are coming to me that want me to dig for them. We have good relationships with them. And I was like, yeah, dude, like go for it. Like, what are you calling me for? And he goes, well, yeah. I don't have the experience. I don't know like the process, how to set it up. I don't know, you know, the financial piece. I don't know how to go about it. And I was like, dude, I feel like honored that you're calling me to, you know, do this. Cause again, these are all of your connections. All of these people want to work with you. Yeah. So, yeah. I felt you know, really, really special that he called me on that. So, you know, we were, we were kind of, we were bantering. It was like a two hour phone call and we were trying to figure things out. Like, okay, you know, who's going to hold our checking accounts? Who's going to be our insurance? What are we going to call it? What are we, what are we going to run? What is our theme going to be? And we've got kind of a cool theme idea. And our initial plan was like, well, how about we do like a name after our two little girls? Cause obviously he's got Blair and then I got Lila. And so we're like, well, let's try to maybe name something after that. And then Lila. I, yeah. Blyla. Blyla. Blyla's excavating. But I don't remember what it was, but I was like scrolling Instagram and I saw a picture of like the, like the cattle, like a bullhorn skull. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's really cool. I was like, if I had that on like a, like a sweatshirt or something. And it reminded me of like hardcore West, like outlaw type. And I was like, that's kind of like Bismarck's feel. So I texted. Totally. And I was like, dude, why don't we call it Western excavation? And he's like, I love it. Like, let's do it. So we kind of got into like seeing if anybody else in the area had the similar logo or yep. if that was even taken, wasn't taken. So we immediately got to our attorneys. Um, we're like, Hey, can we file this in North Dakota? We're going to be as a partnership. Um, here's kind of our plan. And it just kind of went off from there. And really it's, it's been really seamless. Uh, it's cold, super fun to work with. We're, we're fucking taking it full steam ahead with these companies. And, you know, I think, Bismarck, they say, is like five years behind Fargo as far as like yeah. the developmental piece. So right now they're seeing a huge influx of building and just all sorts of growth. So it'll be fun to kind of get in at the right time because it sounds like a lot of the people in that area, they're just, they're old school. You know, they're mom and pop. They've got backhoes. They're not very updated with their equipment. None of them. I mean, you, you, I remember I texted you about it and I was like, Luke, look at all like search out here. There's no one that has like a website that, you know, some of them didn't even have a website. Yeah. So it's just like, we can, we can capitalize on that. And I think Cole saw that he was just, I don't know how to go about it. So yeah. it's been really fun to, you know, talk with each other and figure out how we're doing it. And yeah, man, we've, as of right now, we haven't done any marketing or whatever, but Cole's like, Luke, my phone is ringing all the time of people like, yeah. when are you starting? When are you starting? And I mean, we set up our QuickBooks. We got our emails finally set up. Thanks Good. to you. Um, and yeah, people are just messaging us like, hey, can you bid this? Can you bid this? What are your prices on this? And so it's it's been a lot of fun. So it's exciting to you know see that growth in such a short period of time. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, a couple things on that that just you know, trigger me, it's, you know, you, you find an opportunity and you go for it. You, you yep. see a problem, 
maybe it's not a problem, but it, maybe it is just more of an opportunity. And, you know, so I can't wait to dive more into that, but as far as, you know, you know, you're starting a new brand. Um, if you could touch on a little bit, and I'm sure you've been asked this before, but you own black iron dirt and demolition in Fargo, North Dakota. It's it, I would say it's a very well-known brand um, yep. by people all around the country, but especially like in Fargo and it's in definitely up and coming, like you're not going away. So yeah, walk me through. And I know my answer obviously, cause I'm, I love branding new companies, but tell me about your thought process with going with a different name instead of, you know, bringing black iron out to uh, Bismarck. So what, what I saw with like the black iron side was that, you know, black iron had no relevance to like the Fargo Moorhead area. You know, there was nothing that the words black iron could be used for. And I kind of saw that and I was like, how do I make, how do I make that side unique? And that ended up costing me a lot. on like the marketing side and making all the machines black, which is really cool. No doubt about it. it makes us different from each other. But going into Western, I was like, I want to make this relevant to that area. I want to make it known yeah. to that area. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been out there many times and, you know, like kiss livestock is one of their biggest, like livestock auctioneers out there. You know, everybody knows the livestock game. Everybody knows like the old Western, you know, it's kind of cowboy country. That's how I see it. Or you're just like entering the cowboy country. Yep. So I was like, well, it's, you know, Western is our super simple word. And then the bull horn skull is really recognizable. And I was like, people love like Western style things, right? Whether it's like rustic furniture or branded hats or, you know, even on like the trucking side, I know a lot of people have like, you know, bull and horns on their trucking emblem. So it, to me, yeah. it was like, that is a super easy way that is really eye catching there to where I know if I was driving in a neighborhood and I saw a big you know, emblem of a skull on the back of an excavator swinging, I'd be like, that's fucking sweet. Yeah. So that was kind of what sparked that. Hell yeah. And I know you talked about as well, you know, uh, the emails, you know, you're getting emails on these bids, you have work coming in and this is brand new. Yep. This is a brand new company, but it's also like, it's not brand new because you've been doing this for a long time. So mm -hmm. it, it's almost like a brand new brand. And that's, you know, I know you gave me a call, you know, just a couple days after you talked to Cole and you're just like, Luke, um, we need a website and, you know, let's talk about, uh, everything else. Like how can we establish a brand presence in Bismarck, North Dakota? Like let's not focus on surrounding areas. Yep. Let's focus on Bismarck, North Dakota. And yeah, immediately I'm like, okay, let's get a website up and going, you know, clean design showcase some of your guys work and easy to contact you guys but why i brought that up is because it's not the website's main purpose right now isn't necessarily to get you guys more leads this year it's more yeah. so of the branding and just making a splash in the industry in bismarck and showing people that you're out there and you're investing into your marketing so um it's interesting because I think a lot of people would think, well, why would you pay for a website or pay for marketing if you have the leads coming in? Mm. And it's, it's a, the bigger picture. And you obviously see that of, you know, we're not just trying to win this year or the next six months with these leads, you know, you're probably, you can be booked out three to six months, maybe even a year, but 
we're trying to build a solid foundation for the next five, 10 years. Like we don't want to leave Bismarck until, you know, we have these big contracts and we're doing some big things there. So it, um, it was, it was awesome talking to you and, you know, obviously, you and I have worked together for a long time, but it's, it's understanding both sides, like the branding side and the leads, but they got to go together. So, um, and also communication. I know we, you and I have, I would say pretty strong communication and Cole has been incredible to work with. Mm. And so if you, if you want to talk a little bit about, you know, now that you're a 50, 50 partner in a business, like how does that work? Because I know I, I see it as, you know, you'd rather have 50% of the watermelon rather than hundred percent of a grape, yep. because in Cole's case, he could have fulfilled the work, but it may not have been, he didn't have all the back office um, knowledge and logistics. So if you want to talk a little bit about that, of like the difference between a 50, 50 partnership and how that's uh, changed for you. Definitely. Um, first on the website piece, I the biggest thing I think a website does is build trust. I don't think it's going to be a lead thing, but I think that's the per the first stop somebody makes. And that's your, you know, that's your first impression. That's what people first see you as, as your website. So one, I think a website is super critical, not for the leads, but to establish trust with that person. Yeah. Um, but like the 50, 50 side of dude, it's a whole, I mean, it's a whole new world. Obviously you and I are partners and things, but I think we're so much alike that it just flows really easy. Yeah. Um, but like Cole, you know, again, like you said, Cole could have filled, filled this obligation by himself, no doubt about it. Um, super smart guy. He's got a very successful landscape company out there. So he definitely could have. And that's why I feel so honored that he called me and was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to be a partner on this? Um, but with the 50, 50 side, you know, you have to look at it as, okay, each person is giving 60%, um, because yeah. then there's no question of, well, I'm doing more. What are you doing in this partnership? Um, so him and I were very upfront about that. And that was like one of the first things I told him, I said, Cole, I have seen partnerships go bad. I don't want this partnership to go bad because I see the opportunity. So I think you and I need to make sure that we are communicating. You and I need to make sure that we are putting forth what we feel is more effort than the other. And mm -hmm. like a way, like Jordan said, to kind of match that, you know, match that energy. You know, if that's the right word or match that. Yeah, I'll just use energy for an easy word. Um, so that's been that's been set in stone right up front. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's just kind of flowed seamlessly with us, which is great. But as far as like making the decisions, you know, that's a whole new world. Um, you know, because you want to have each person on board, and you don't want to make a decision without talking to the other person yeah. because everybody has different opinions and everybody sees kind of a different line of sight. Um, so that is, that's new to me, but it's fun to kind of see the different aspects. Cause again, I'm really hard headed to where I'm like, fuck no, this is the way, this is the way we're doing it. And you can probably, I mean, Riley's probably shaking her head right now. She's across <laughs> the room for me. She's like, fuck yeah, he is Jesus Christ. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a whole new learning experience, um, which I've really enjoyed. And again, we're just starting out. So, you know, two years down the road, five years down the road, we'll really start to get to know each other as more of like the individual piece into the partnership piece. Right. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge uh, key point that you just brought up is that partnership piece, because uh, you and I are, have been partners for a long time in, you know, with black iron and phaser marketing, but you know, not equity wise, but then with dirt bags, you know, it's, mm -hmm. that's a 50, 50. So it's 
we've kind of always had that partnership vibe of like, yeah, we, we both need to put in, you know, a hundred percent each and uh, then we can get to where we want to go. So it's, uh, it's been great to, you know, see you like with another partner like Cole that does think differently because you and I may hit on every level on certain things and just be like, you know, cut the brake lines. Let's go all gas here. But, um, Cole, you know, Cole loves the bottom line. He he's a businessman. He understands numbers. And I know we kind of ran into that as well of like, you know, you're like, Luke, let's go, let's, let's go with the full phaser package. Let's get this thing running. And then, you know, we had a great talk with Cole and we're like, how let you know let's wait a few months let's wait till we get some revenue coming in and after he said it i'm like he's right like yeah. he's 100 percent right and you and i talked about it we're like man he's he's smart he's, he's right because i'm a wild man on. i'm reckless and he's like whoa dude chill your fucking horse you know and i'm yeah. like thank, thank god you did you know? yeah so it's it's fun to have somebody to kind of offset the other person's personality traits right right so yeah hundred percent. And and it makes business a little more easy or fun, I guess, when you have partners that, you know, kind of understand each other because yeah, when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, that actually makes more sense. You know, let's, let's wait until winter or next year until you guys hit, you know, maybe a million in revenue or 800,000 or whatever it is, but whatever's good, you know, cause when you got to make the numbers work at the same time, you know, we, we don't want to put more stress into each other's lives. So it, uh, it's super exciting. Um, you know, seeing everything with Western excavation going up, I know we got a website launching, you know, hopefully in the next six weeks. So what do you see that, you know, on the last topic with Western excavation, you know, in the next year, not just in Bismarck, but how do you see Western excavation helping like other companies on the continent? I think that's a really good question. He stumped me. Um, I think that'll be a fun example to kind of play off of, to show people that there is strength in numbers and that if you find the right partnerships, um, you can make a lot of waves. Like Cole is going to be a great partner. You're a great partner. And if you get in right of the front, if you get in front of the right people, you know, you can make a lot happen. So I am, I'm anxious to see how that kind of develops and how that succeeds um, and how we work together. And same with you on the dirt bags thing to where, you know, you got to start somewhere in order to create it. You know, your answer is always no, if you don't ask type thing. So I think that'll be really fun. And just to see how we can do things differently, you know, to, to see how we can almost set a whole new standard for contractors, you know, and almost a new standard for us to keep kind of trying to, you know, level ourselves up instead of saying, okay, we're going to jump right up here and then stay stagnant. I want to keep our growth can, you know, figure out how we can keep moving up and up and up. So, yeah. And honestly, like that's what we're doing with dirt bags. Like we're trying to bring in the people to either keep us accountable and keep them accountable or to give us the knowledge and the resources to, you know, do what we need to do to keep our, all of our businesses going. You know, it's not just phaser marketing and black iron. There's the whole community that we're building in the dirt world of, you know, how can we, you know, it's a big table we're all going to sit at. And how can we all sit at the same table and make a bunch of money, be successful, hang out with our families more, uh, do the things we want to do. And, you know, at Dirtbags, it's like with the website coming out and we want to showcase other podcasts we listen to and that other podcasts were guests on. And it's like, 
you know, we're not just doing this for us. We're trying to bring everyone together and be a resource for the industry. Trying to create opportunities. Yeah. You know, in, the, in the easiest form, whether it's opportunities for you and I, whether it's opportunities for people that we work with or opportunities for people that want to work with us, you know, it's, it's a, it's a revolving door basically. So, yeah. Um, so go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, so, you know, off of that point, you know, we're talking about Western excavation, black iron, dirt bags, of course, cheers to that. Um, cheers. You know, I think there's something I want to talk a little bit more about is just, you know, diversifying your business or diversifying your portfolio. Um, you know, you get into one business, you know, when you first start, you're an entrepreneur, you're like, all right, I'm going to take this leap. I'm going to start this business you know, how do you expand that? How do you go into different markets with different businesses and make them all work together? Um, Cause I know you've done it with certain businesses. I shouldn't say done it, but are doing it because it's, it's um, it's all active right now. And then yep. myself as well, you know, just trying to expand into other markets and bring everyone together. So talk a little bit more about, um, you know, diversifying your business and really expanding that. So like diversification, I see that as like, how can you, again, the growth piece, how can you continue to make steps to better, you know, your knowledge, your understanding of things and your grasp on, you know, different areas. Cause obviously knowledge is power in my opinion. So like, like we were just talking, you know, we were talking about the different businesses that we have, like you and turf wars, I've got you know, black iron, Western excavation, those are directly in with it. Then you and I have dirt bags, right? Dirt bags is obviously a completely different business from like the excavation standpoint, right? <laughs> Excuse me, but it ties in to everything that we believe like as a core value, right? Yeah. We're, we're setting those standards in just a different way. Um, another thing is passion. You know, what are you passionate about? I love to, you know, me, I love making money. I, whatever somebody says, oh, I'm in here to make somebody else's world better. Yeah, you can do that, but you got to make money by doing that. So don't right. beat around the bush and say, oh, it's for somebody else. No, it's fucking not. So I think it's just finding, finding passions that you can continue to learn and then continue to kind of impact yourself, if that makes sense. 100%. Yeah. And somebody once told me, and I can't remember who it was. I think it was a teacher. They're just like, Luke, you can be passionate about something and you can also like do something you're not passionate about and make a lot of money, but nobody's telling you, you can't do both. Like you right. can be passionate about something and yep. make a lot of money. And yep. it's, yeah, it's something we've talked about before. It's finding your why, like, what do you want to do? Is it, do you want to make money? to spend more time with your family? Do you want to make money to do X, Y, Z? Do you want to help more people? You know, whatever it is, uh, you can do both. And I, I think that's maybe a misconception in business is that, you know, if, if you're not giving up, if you're not a charity, you know, you can't do good things. And I, I don't believe that it's like, okay, you know, we help charities, we help do other things, but the more money we make at phaser marketing, the more we can give, the mm -hmm. more we can spend time with each other, the more, you know, businesses we can help. So yeah, it's, it's really all about finding your why, in my opinion. 
I agree. So with that question, diversification for the businesses, I'm going to revert that back to you with your businesses. What have you seen in the development of them, how you've diversified to, you know, different sectors, but how they've also tied into each other? Yeah. So started with phaser marketing, you know, we started as, you know, digital marketing for small businesses, but then we quickly moved to digital marketing for seven figure excavation companies, because I want to be as clear as possible who we do our digital marketing services for. Um, so that is one business, you know, that is our moneymaker. That is what, you know, we have partners, excavation companies around the continent that pay us monthly to, you know, do their digital marketing for them. And it's fun. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, we also have a couple other businesses that branch off of that, not so far that it doesn't add value, but I kept them close enough to where, you know, I could use this business to add value to phaser marketing. So started dirt work marketing and that, uh, essentially started as an Instagram page and, you know, kind of took off from there, but, you know, we just collaborate with businesses in North America. We're like, Hey, can we have more people see your stuff? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, hell yeah, of course. And Absolutely. so they'll, they'll send us their stuff. We'll, we'll feature it on our Instagram page. And it's great because we love dirt world content. We love helping other people and, you know, they get a little boost. So that's kind of how it started. And then it developed into, okay, how can I use dirt work marketing to feed more people into the bigger picture? Like the thing that we're doing, which is bringing content, bringing value, bringing resources to the industry. So uh, connecting dirt work marketing with phaser marketing, there's a lot of back and forth and a lot of collaboration. They're actually the same exact company. Uh, Then you go into dirt bags, dirt bags media, actually, which is the conglomerate. Um, You know, that is an up and comer. That's the podcast we're on now. That website, I'm so excited to launch because we're all about collaboration and yep. connecting people with the right resources that we know and trust in the industry. So, you know, I'm in that 50-50 with you. And I'm also, so those are all connected. I'm also a partner in Turf Wars Racing. So um, Turf Wars is, you could say it's not connected but in so many ways it is connected like black iron is our preferred track maintenance skid steer out on the track every single year i mean it as long as jake sherbrooke there oh dude he'll wreck the thing so (laughs) yeah some partners with jake sherbrooke hunter walls and jenna walls and that was my first business that i've ever had partners in and so that was new to me but it helps so much so that is 1000% a fun business where we put on a racing event every year, now twice a year, where we just go rip side by sides, dirt bikes, quads, lawnmowers. And, you know, we, yeah, like you said, we try and make money off of it because the more money we make, the bigger the event can be, the better it can be, the more people we can get through advertising. So, um, turf wars has been incredible, but then tying in all the partners, you know, I know you motors, is a sponsor of turf wars and has been for years and black iron has been a sponsor and I'm trying to invite, you know, our other clients out there as well. So, uh, even just doing that has been amazing. And then there's a couple other businesses on the horizon of, you know, I'm 
writing a book right now of, you know, setting your digital foundation in the dirt world. And so that'll essentially be its own business, but that helps my other businesses thrive. And so if we're at a trade show, if we're at con expo and um, I'm applying to speak there and I have a book that helps companies that aren't online at all get online, especially construction companies like that in itself is a business. So diversifying my portfolio, my business, but also like not doing it so far off that, you know, we're losing sight of what we're focused on, um, has been huge for me, but it's also, you know, eat one step at a time. Like, let's just keep doing this thing and, um, bringing everyone in. Like I said, it's a big table and we all want to be sitting at it. So let's make it happen. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. No, it's super cool to just hear, you know, business is such a cool thing because you can go so many different ways where they all kind of tie together in their own ways. Right. So it's super fun to listen like to your examples to where, you know, you have side-by-sides, you're writing a book, you've got these marketing agencies and they all kind of tie I mean, most of them tie in together. And then you have some that are not so far left field, but they're right there, you know? So that's super cool. It's very cool. Um, I was going to, I was going to ask too. So on like the dirt bag stuff, when, so like our website, we should touch on that. Cause we, I feel like we haven't really touched on our website. Yeah. So one thing that I'll, you know, I've got a lot of questions on of like, what is dirt bags? Like, what are you guys trying to achieve? And mainly I just told them, I said, Hey, we're, we're trying to connect people through this website. And they're like, well, why are you doing this podcast? Cause I'm like more people listen to podcasts then they would like read a book or whatever. Cause yeah. like Jordan had said, you can listen to podcasts while you're doing something. And it's kind of fun to listen to conversations that you're actually interested in or have yeah. some sort of value to. Um, but like our whole website, we should touch on like, what do we want on our website? Obviously we're going to have our podcasts on there. We're going to have the podcast that we've been on. Right. And like the different media categories, but then we should touch on like our partners because we want partners for that. We want people to be involved with that. So we know and can refer them, you know, so what are we looking for there? Absolutely. So what we are doing is essentially we're Luke and I are working on creating a brand and a website that is just a, almost like a one size fits all, but somewhere where you can go or you can tell a friend to go if you need something, whether you want, podcasts, not just our podcast. That's a big thing. It's like other podcasts that we love, we listen to in the industry. And I think that's the big key is it's specific to an industry. It's specific to the dirt world. So whether you're looking for a podcast to listen to and become more educated, just have fun listening to, you know, just throw on when you're in the skid steer. Um, or if you're actually looking for resources. So what we're, what Luke and I are trying to do is partner up with companies, you know, vet them, they can vet us and see, okay, can we put you on the website for, you know, whether it's financing, there's taxes in the business, there's legal services in the business, but we want to do the heavy lifting for you guys and essentially put somebody on there that we either use, or we know tons of people that use and we trust. So we don't want to just throw up anyone there, you know, just for the money, we want to, you know, properly vet them, use them, you know, actually enjoy using them. And maybe that's project management tools like jobber, or maybe that's, 
um, marketing agencies, I guess, like myself or even other marketing agencies, because we don't cover the entire landscape of all companies. So it's, it's kind of that open door policy of, we want to work with other companies that are looking to get into the market while at the same time, creating that consumer market on our website of a hyper specific industry, you know, you're, you're there for dirt and you're going to get it. So it's, you know, whether you're looking for, um, you know, that business development, you know, starting a business, whatever it is, you can always reach out to Luke and I, um, we're super open, transparent, and honest. We don't know everything, but there's a chance we know somebody that does. And I think that's the mission of the website is we don't know everything, but let's try and match up with somebody that does. Here's the dirtbag partners. Here's who we, here's who we recommend, which in case not to really change the subject, but this would have helped me with my whole excavator debacle that I dealt with earlier today. I would like, if we had like a you, we go into that. Yeah, we can go into that. I'll tell that story. You got to tell the story because we should have hit record earlier, but let's we should have. Okay. Well, I'll try to bring that same energy. So spit the spit shake. Yep. Uh, so Cole and I, we, we've got a rental 160 G out in Bismarck right now. The RDO guys, they hooked us up. They're like, Hey, we got this. Here you go. We'll figure it out. Um, and you know, with the, with the work that we have coming in, Cole and I were kind of talking, we're like, well, you know, maybe it, maybe it makes more sense to just get our own. Right. And so I don't know what prompted me to go on. I went on to machinery trader, you know, if anyone from machinery trader is listening, give me a shout. Cause we want you on the dirt bikes podcast, um, or on the website, but I, uh, I was scrolling and we've got at black iron, we got a 315, a next gen. And I know some of the guys are like, Hey, it's a great machine but it's, it's smaller for some things, you know, like a 317 would be perfect. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe there's something for a 317. So I'm kind of scrolling, kind of scrolling and backstory to this. I will get to that after I tell everyone I found one, which I found one. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Next gen 317, 200 hours message. The guy, I was like, boom, want it earlier this year. I had got a quote on a brand new one and it was, I don't know if there's like a dealer secrecy of like, you're not allowed to like say prices to certain regions, but this was like 280 grand. And I'm like, I no fuck. No, get the fuck out of here with that pricing. It pissed me off when he told me that because a year later, that same machine was like 198. Cause I got quotes on it twice and it jumped cause you know, whatever COVID. And I looked at, I remember I was looking at my salesman when he gave me the pamphlet and I said, quit fucking playing COVID. Give me the real price. And he goes, no, Luke, this is a real price. And I shut the folder and I gave it back to him. I said, not interested. So I found this one again, used one 2021 had 200 hours on it. And they were asking 210. And I, I felt bad. Cause I was like, oh, low ball the guy, see what he does. So I offered him 190 messaged me, messages me back like five minutes later, 195. Let's make a deal. Hell yeah. Boom. Clicked it back. Do it, do it, do it like all caps. Here's my number calls me. We went through the whole phone conversation, him giving me the spiel of, Oh, I'm a handshake type guy, your business. I, I've looked you up. You're a young buck. I like how you operate. Awesome. Perfect. We got the deal. I'm like, all right, I'll get the funds ready. Um, wire them to you. Sounds like a plan. Sent me a bill of sale that was notarized and all that shit. And now I'm like, was that even notarized? Was that even real? Signed it, sent it back to him. I'm oh, I'm getting furious talking about it right now. So <laughs> um, whatever, thought all was good. Uh, 
that phone conversation, I don't know if you heard that, that was actually Isaac from Kinetic that was just calling me. Um, was all good to go. Got a text at like 1.30 this morning. Hey, sorry, sold the excavator. And I could have punched through a fucking wall when I got that text. I was so mad. And all I said was, hmm, handshake type guy. Fuck you. And I probably shouldn't have said that, but I was livid and he didn't respond. So that's the story. That's why you want to be on the Dirtbags Media Group with us as partners, because we're going to wean out those shitty people like that. And he's probably oh. a really good guy, but it was a really shitty situation. It's tough, too, when you throw out the I'm a handshake guy, like this is going to happen. And you're like, yeah. oh, Don't I was going to put, I was gonna put money do down. You're like, I, I would have I sent him whatever dollar amount he had wanted to hold it. I was literally ready for that. Not even knowing the guy, I was like, this is a really good deal. But I'm yeah. glad I didn't because he probably would have taken it and ran. Yeah, and like you said, it probably a good guy. But when you say I'm a handshake guy and then at 1.30 in the morning, you t- shoot a text, hey, I sold it to somebody else. Like, that's brutal. Oh, I was livid. But again, you know, perfect case scenario there to what, you know, business owners deal with. There are some shady business deals that go down. So that's where Luke and I want to break that down and create a platform to help limit those, to help those not even be a thing. So everybody gets the good deals. Everybody gets good relationships. Yeah. So rant over, but yeah, I'm getting, I was fired up thinking about that. So, yeah. And you know what I just thought of when you're saying all that, you know, with the partnership, because that's really what we're trying to do is, you know, when you started Western excavation, it, all this stuff doesn't happen overnight if you're doing it yourself. But when you call your lawyers and you say, Hey, is this possible? You call, um, kinetic leasing out of Fargo and you say, you know, what kind of, um, money can we get as a loan? And you call me and like, Hey, Luke is a website possible in the next eight weeks. And you know, you just go through those calls. You have your group. It's like, you have a team that's working, not for you. I don't even like that. It's with you. Yeah. It's with you. It's like, Luke, let's do this thing. And it's almost like the money part and the invoices is off the table because uh, even in my business, we just do auto pay. We tell you what the fee is. We set it up on auto pay. It's like, it is what it is. I mean, I'll tell you, we need to make a profit to be in business. I'm not just trying to break even. And so that's like the people you put in your corner, you've already established, like, they're going to take care of me. They're going to make some money. I'm going to help fuel their business. They're going to help fuel mine. And that's what business is. In my opinion, it's those partnerships. It's working with people you don't hate, you, you know, you like to work with them and they have your best interests in mind. Correct. I agree. I agree. And yeah, you hit the nail on the head, work with people that want the best for you instead of, Oh, you're just another person where you, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't like this project, but we're going to get it done. Whatever. Don't have to talk to him again. It's keeping that relationship. And that's, And that's even in my world. You want that with the contractors. You want to be so good at your job to where they're like, I don't care what it costs. I know what you guys produce and we'll pay for it. We just, you know, paying more, they know that we're going to get it done the right way for them. Right. So, but yeah, it's a, yeah. I, uh, I just thought about, I don't want to open a can of worms, but yeah, being the lowest bidder isn't always the best. And I've learned that in my business, yeah, I've learned that my business in the marketing agency side, you've learned that in your business in the excavation side. And it's, it's okay to, and it sounds crazy, but sometimes you got to throw a dart at the dartboard and figure out like, 
would I be okay if they paid this? Absolutely. I'd be more than okay. Then throw it out there and see if they bite on it. Because if you're transparent and honest and you, they know what you're going to do and you tell them your price and they accept it, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, we deal, we deal with that all the time. There's websites that can be built for a hundred dollars and Mm $200,000. And we fit some, I wouldn't even say the middle, but you know, on the, you're, you're you're in there. Yeah. We're we're in there. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And it's just like, you know, you just got to figure it out and work with people you want to work with. So, um, you know, as we wrap up here, uh, I'm glad you made that point about our partners because, you know, with dirt bags, phaser, black iron, everything we've got going dirt work marketing, um, our, you know, we want to work with people that, you know, either want more business, they want to be more involved with the dirt world. They want to not only get their name out there, but they want to, you know, work with us as well. So, uh, that's going to be big. You know, we feel free to reach out to us, feel free to reach out to me, Luke, you know, the dirt bags podcast on Instagram, you know, our website will be launching soon here. So never, um, never hesitate to reach out to us because we're always down to talk about potential sponsorship, a partnership, or even having you on the podcast to uh, talk about what you guys do, or even give advice or expertise on a certain topic in the dirt world. So, um, you know, I'm glad we talked about that and touched on it. So um, yeah, as we wrap up here, Luke, anything, anything else you got for, for the listeners? I think that's all I got before I go on another equipment tangent. But, yeah, we should probably cut you off there. <laughs> yeah, I want I'm on drink number three here. So number four will probably put me over the edge. But anyway, but no, um, Luke, I appreciate your time. And obviously, you know, it's been super fun to have these conversations. I feel like we've talked yeah. quite a bit, but it's really fun to kind of dive in with each other too and just, you know, chat about these different topics, you know. So no. Yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, we launch the dirt bags podcast, uh, the first Friday of every single month, um, Spotify, Apple podcasts, even YouTube. Uh, and then we'll, we will have our website up with uh, all of our podcasts and then podcasts Luke and I have been on either together or separately. So we want to, you know, shed some more light on the industry and also get you guys the resources you need. So thanks again for listening in Luke. Thanks again, as always, you know, you're the best host out there. I appreciate everything, man. And uh, let's uh, keep being dirtbags. So cheers to that. Cheers, brother.